episode originally this was recorded and broadcast in january 2021 but with last our last bonus episode of food philosophy talking about the gut microbiome and the enteric nervous system these uh it touches on some of those same topics but i thought it was interesting because i talk about it in a more emotional than that kind of more technical language I used recently. So I hope you enjoy this and I look forward to having a chat to you in our next um, Victorian Food Marketplace report this Saturday. Thank you. Uh, hello and greetings of a happy new year for 2021 to my valued seasonal bounty listeners. It is Cameron Davies back with another episode into the new year and hopefully a new and interest sustained um, improvement in your health and, and, um, and dietary, dietary bliss. I've decided this week I'm going to do a bit of an editorial episode about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart because I have felt some really wonderful joyous effects of it and I hope that you will understand that and see how that perhaps it could affect you too. Okay, so I guess what I really want to talk about is about gut instincts and gut feelings. Why are these a real thing and what is it that makes it occur? Okay, so we've all had the thing that, oh, my gut instinct is to do this or do that. It really means you have a deep emotional response or an instinctive response to something. Now, there are two things in your digestive system that create a gut, literally a gut feeling. Number one is around your large intestine, you have a loose webbing of um, cerebral material. So that is brain matter, roughly equivalent to a cat's brain size. And that um, gut brain, as you might call it, is called the enteric nervous system. Now, why is the gastrointestine the only organ in your body that has its own operating and control system like this does? Well, have a little think about digesting food and then distributing it around your body. It's a very complicated process of different stages and different times and different um, requirements. So that is essentially managed by your enteric nervous system. The one other thing that is also part of this whole process and worth remembering is what we call your gut biota. Now, as the gut name kind of pretty much infers, the gut biota is a living thing. It is two trillion bacterial cells, bacterial cells living in your gut. Now, these are bacteria that we've picked up and otherwise through um, from people in our lives, such as parents and other people we're close to, um, and also through our foods as well. 
Now, these two trillion bacterial cells are pretty much able to perform a lot of tasks that are very difficult for us to do, such as um, specialised chemical reactions like digesting fibre into carbohydrates um, and a number of other specialised digestive tasks. So um, that is why we have it and what it does. And it, the other thing, the enteric nervous, sorry, the, uh, sorry, the, um, the gut biota is responsible for is, it is essentially the foundation of your, of your immune system. So you can imagine just exactly how important that is. So we want to try and keep it happy. And this is, keeping it happy is, speaks to one of the core um, drivers of behind me doing seasonal bounty. And that is the best way to maintain a really healthy um, enteric, sorry, gut biota is diversity of diet. Just by increasing and maintaining the diversity of food in your diet has been shown to dramatically reduce anxiety in people and also increase feelings of well-being which we can all understand the value of that. Now, one thing that really gets me very excited about this enteric nervous system and the, the, um, the gut biota is that it's not just feelings of anxiety that it can eliminate. It can actually give you feelings of joy. Now, I was aware that your gut can give you different emotions different real emotions, not, not pretend not, but real existing emotions. So I always had it in the back of my mind when I eating food to see, does this food, how does this food make me feel? And the first food I discovered made me feel something was fish. So if I have a good meal of fish, after I finish it, I'm not just not full and satisfied like that, I am emotionally satisfied as well. Um, and feeling very uplifted as a result. The second thing I found that also was sub, was a distinct change in my moods was um, coconut milk curries. So for me, my absolute bliss food is like a Thai red curry, Thai red seafood curry. And after I ate that meal, I am not just full and happy. I am literally elated and joyful, which is a wonderful thing to know. And how did I come across this? Well, it wasn't by any one specific event. It was an ongoing awareness that yes, food can and will change your emotions in a real way. So just being mindful of that, I was then able to identify when food did create a certain emotion and then again later recreated it again. And I would ask you to do the same because if you could, if you could discover what you, now all of our joy foods are different though because all of us have different microbiomes in our gut. So we all react differently chemically and physiologically speaking to different foods. So we're going to have different reactions and we're going to have our own joy foods. So I think it's um, important for you to go out and just be aware that food will give you emotions. So be mindful of that and see which are the ones that give you joyful emotions. Now, this is not a sign that you should be eating this food a lot. It is simply a sign that you should be aware of and perhaps you can work that into your routine. If you've got a situation where you need to be 
joyful and elated, well, you make sure you have that meal before you go and do it. And the other ways food can bring you down as well, and the classic example of this is um, fast food. So high fat, high sugar food is generally for a lot of people is a depression or a mood, mood downer for most people. So again, that was something you should be aware of, depending on what you're about to do, um, just as you should for joy food. So these are valuable things for you to do, and not difficult things, but just just where you need to maintain an awareness around it, and just by being aware that yes, food will change your mood in a real way over a period of time, and then double checking it, you'll be able to figure these things out for yourself and. Um, and feel the joy of food, because that is one of the best things about food. Now, talking about your gut biota, the number one best way to maintain a healthy and varied gut biota is one of the key principles behind seasonal bounty, and that is diversity of food. So if you find yourself in an anxious or a depressed mood, it's been shown that just by Increasing the diversity of your diet and maintaining that diversity, so not just once, but maintaining it over a period of time, that will radically alter your anxiety and feelings of depression as much as any medication ever would. So that's a really interesting thing to know and to be aware of. And this is just out there. If you want to do your searches on this, you can. You'll find some very interesting research that's been done. But literally, it's just starting. They are literally just starting to do the real work on this uh, effect. So, you know, there's any number of interesting examples of research being done around it at the moment. But, like I said, it's just the start. They are just getting started. So, you should probably get started too and work out what are your joy foods and so that you can use them when you need them and what are your downer foods so you can avoid them when you need to. So until next week when we'll be back with another full and proper seasonal bounty, stay fresh and um, go out and feel the joy of your food. That is the best thing you can do this week or any week to be honest. Feel the joy of your food. Good day, goodbye, stay fresh. Bounty of the season, get it into you.